Hi, welcome to episode number 169 of the Applog Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Head. I'd like to thank all the Amazon shoppers for helping the show out by shopping with Amazon. If you want to help the show out, you can go to applog.ca slash Amazon or applog.ca slash US Amazon. And if you bookmark those links, you'll be supporting the show and it takes you right to Amazon. You can support the show by buying anything on Amazon and it helps the show out and there's a little bit of click, click on the back end. And it's very, very cool and helpful to the show. And if you want to do the old-fashioned way, you can go to applelog.ca and click on those banners located on the right side. You can locate your country, bookmark them, same thing. Every time you shop on Amazon, you will support the show. If you want to help the show out on a monthly basis, go to patreon.com slash Become a patron. Pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees. Cancel at any time. If you want to go to the Apolog shop, go to applelog.ca slash shop and buy a t-shirt. Buy some music there. There's a little bit of music. If you're on iTunes, which pretty much 99% of you are, go to iTunes support the show by subscribing rate and review the show it gives it five stars please and help that show out and help it out in the ratings get in the charts I'd like to be in the charts with all the other hit makers and tastemakers of the world like the show on facebook by going to facebook.com slash pod and follow me on twitter at simonhead666 i should probably change that 666 i'm not really a satanist but i like metal and i thought it was funny like 15 years ago when i made that um email address so Simonhead666, that's a, that's a funky, you know, I don't know, whatever. But I digress. Today on the show, I have Chad Price. Chad Price is the singer of a band called A Vulture Wake. He's also um, the, one of the longtime singers now of the band All. And he also had a band called Drag the River. And just, just a lot of cool different types of bands. And right there, you're going to hear something from A Vulture Wake right now. The album is called The Appropriate Level of Outrage, and this song is called Old World Order.
That was Old World Order by Vulture Wake. This album is the appropriate level of outrage, and it is coming out in two days from now. So it's coming out on the 31st of January. Go pick it up. It's on Bird Attack Records, and you will enjoy this record tremendously. It's, it's very good. Here he is, Chad Price on the Apologue Podcast. Hey, Chad, it's Simon. Hey, Simon, how you doing? Good, it's nice to meet you. I don't think we've ever met in person. I don't think I get to Toronto very much. No? <laughs> well, it's the border well, crossing. Are you a criminal? You know, you make one mistake and you can't go to Canada anymore. No. That's true. But whatever. Well, Canadians aren't as judgmental as Americans. you got to, you know... You know, we're we're pretty oh, yeah. pretty forgiving bunch, really, if you think about it. You know, when uh, what does a Canadian say when you step on his foot? You heard of that joke? No. Uh, Canadian says sorry when you step on his foot. <laughs> right. No, that's about right. But we're we're talking about the border here. We're not talking about the good people of Canada. No, that's true. Well, yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, I was wondering how those people, like the border people, like they work all day and they berate people and they're mean and angry and they must just get in their car and drive home and either get the shit kicked out of them by their significant other or uh-huh. do the shit kicking. I mean, they just, they just know like, hi, how was your day? Oh, it was just normal, normal day, and a good day. <laughs> just got in, got home. There's right. people with drugs in the car. We found it, you know, and then uh, came home. What's for dinner? <laughs> yeah well everybody's got a job to do i guess yeah i suppose so are you uh you're down in where are you you're, you're down by bill because i know you have the same uh um down by bill stevenson where are you in colorado um i know I, I mean i lived i mean i lived there for uh 25 years or so but uh i just i moved to uh bloomington indiana about Four months ago. What was there? Uh, change of scenery. Yeah. Um, way cheaper than Colorado. I mean, Colorado is very expensive. Yeah. Uh, especially now, uh, you know, legalized weed and shit. And so, like, you know, half the country is either moving to Colorado or Washington. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, I, can't, I, I understand. But, Indiana's always had the cheapest gas in, in the USA, though, right? Oh, yeah? Always, always. Every time you drive through, like, from Detroit, you go through Michigan, and then Indiana for, like, maybe a, an hour, that's where you get the yeah. gas before you go into Illinois. That's well, not right now. No? What's it a gallon yeah, down I mean, there right usually, now? Usually, like, lower down, like, in Midwest, you know, like, Kansas, uh, Missouri and shit. That's usually cheaper, but uh, hmm. yeah, right now, gas. I mean, it's it's more than it was in Colorado. Oh, okay. Well, those are but the good old days. Get back to it. We uh, <laughs> we like uh, you know, since everybody's moving to Colorado, uh, it was 
you know, just getting packed with people. Uh, prices were going up. You can't live anywhere yeah. unless you have like a killer job. Uh, but we, you know, we bought a house there uh, like eight years ago or so. And uh, in that time, it like doubled in value, you know. So we uh, we actually made a decent amount of money when we sold our house. And we're like, let's, let's find a cool place that's... Uh, you know, we can we could spend a little bit of this money, yeah, and then you know just have a have kind of a cushion, so we don't have to really worry about uh, going back to work like immediately. You know, understood. Uh, my wife is like, is from uh, Indiana, not Bloomington, but yeah. like close like closer to the, uh, the river, uh, like pretty close to Cincinnati. Okay, okay. Uh, so we just came out here, and it's like. You know, I mean, the state is beautiful. It's, you know, trees and lakes and shit. Uh, But it also kind of sucks, except for Bloomington. Bloomington is like this liberal little hub, you know? Yeah. In this, this, like, Republican state. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I could talk. I mean, we don't... I try not to talk too much about American politics anymore because it's a... uh, it's such a deep, dark hole, and when people get started on it, it just doesn't stop. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry for your situation right now. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm right. sorry. As a Canadian, I'd say I'm sorry about that. Right. I'm sorry right. that you're yeah. having such a butt raping with the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like that. But... Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So Vulture Wake, um, this you, this band's been around for a while, right? Like two years or a year and a bit? Um, it's probably two years total. Like when I, uh, you know, first like heard Brandon's music and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it took us a while to like kind of get shit together, like to actually practice, you know, until we got practicing and. Whatever, but yeah, it was probably two years ago. Brandon just sent me like fifteen uh, songs, just you know, just music, mm-hmm. uh, and he asked me if I wanted to sing. I told him to you know just give me a couple weeks or so, and let me go through all this, and uh, you know, uh, so it, you know, it took me a while to get rolling, and then it also, you know, like. Since two, Sean and Joe both live in California, and Brandon lives in Texas, and you know I lived in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, it's a pain in the ass to. <laughs> to totally. <get> to <laughs> it would probably how hard would so, it be like uh, thirty years, twenty years ago though? Probably be even harder. Oh yeah, well that you know that would have cost a fortune us flying around, you know. Yeah. And you know, trying to write these songs and shit, but but yeah, you know, so I would I would write words and kind of you know yell into a shitty mic over these demos and send it back and you know so it took a while to kind of arrange songs because we were doing it via email mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah but i mean the con the whole concept of this band probably yeah it's it probably about two years ago yeah yeah sean and i uh i i used i've done sound for good riddance a few times and sean did uh, came up here when they got kind of back together, like they did uh, the Canadian North by Northeast up here, and I did some shows, and we did like mm-hmm. that big Montebello Rock Festival. But I've known Chuck and Russ since uh, 
the mid nineties, because when they first came to Canada, yeah. they were playing with what we were mentioning trigger happy and they didn't have a sound guy. I ended up just doing sound for good riddance for like, uh, uh this weird little Quebec tour. And, uh, we've kind of yeah. stayed close and, and that's a great band. I mean, Sean's an amazing drummer, amazing drummer, like such mm-hmm. good feel for punk rock, you know, and that's, that's hard to come by. Yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah. And um, I mean, I was I was in a band with Bill Stevenson too, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, Sean's awesome. He's okay. I, I did one, two shows with uh, Descendants when they came up to Canada. It was actually the the year before that, and we did same Montebello Rock Festival in uh, Canadian. No, it was actually was it North by Northeast or was it Canadian Music Week? I can't remember which one it was, but it was uh, it might have been North by Northeast. And uh, same thing, watching Bill play. Uh, post-operation was just one of these amazing things. He, he's he's like, I think he's gotten better over the past couple of years as a drummer. What do you think? Um, I mean, I, I don't, he's definitely not lost anything. No. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I haven't played consistently with him for years. Yeah, So it's kind of hard for me to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, you know, it's, I still love watching him play. Oh. You know, that's like one thing about that band. Like when we played live shit, I mean, you know, I mean, just looking around at these fucking phenomenal players, but you know, just something about watching Bill play is, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get to a point in the song where I don't have to sing or anything. I just you know, <laughs> get down on my knees and just watch, watch what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listening to the Vulture Wake record, um, it's got this sound to it that reminds me of something. Um, it's like, like almost, it's not a throwback, but it's a, it's like a reminder of what punk rock kind of used to be melodic punk rock. Um, yeah, it's got this sort of amazing tone to it. And obviously recording at the blastering room, uh, didn't hurt. Um, but it just has this mm-hmm. feeling and sound that reminds me of like a, a few years ago. And I think that's sort of like a, I don't want to be a backhanded compliment because some people say, well, we just want to make new music, but it, it it reminds me of like, you know, 20 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this, and this uh, go ahead. No, I, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of odd because, you know, I mean, it's not really my thing, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's not my kind of music. Uh, so like when, you know, when you say what you just said, I mean, I can't agree or disagree because I didn't listen to, you know, that kind of music or, you know, I didn't listen to melodic hardcore or whatever, you know, I liked sure. Black Flag and I liked, I liked All and Descendants and I liked Misfits. Yep. And, uh, and then other than that, like, I liked metal. Yeah, really? <laughs> You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So joining, I mean, I remember speaking to Stefan in like the early 90s and he said, yeah, we got this new singer, his name's Chad and he's awesome. He's got this great voice. And I think you came into it young at that point, right? Where, how old were you when you joined All? I was 21. What yeah. Doing? So you were, obsessed, mm-hmm. you, were the, you were the young guy in the band because everybody oh, was yeah. well in their 30s and at that point, you know, but uh, so joining yeah, that band. Yeah, those guys are like eight-ish years older than me, about. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that we're all really old now. Like, <laughs> But um, <laughs> when I heard, yeah, you know, when I heard, you know, because obviously there was, 
you know, replacing Scott Reynolds. And Scott was really, wasn't really in the band that long either, really, if you think about it. Maybe, what, four years? Three years? After... Uh, yeah, it is weird looking, looking back on it now. It, you know, I mean, it seemed like Scott was in the band for fucking ever, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Dave was in the band for a short period, but... It's like, yeah, hey, I'm mean, fuck. Scott's been in the band for fuck fifteen years or something, right? And like, no, <laughs> <laughs> yes. five maybe, ninety two. And it's like 88? I've been in the band for twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you win, right? Twenty five years? Are you are you kidding me? Think about that. It's I crazy know. to think it, back about it. Yeah, yeah, and that was sort of in the height of like all it just gotten like the Interscope deal, and it was sort of like this big thing like punk rock it's winning you know what i mean like you know the good guys win. Mm-hmm. and um i actually really because i had stefan on the show like a couple of years ago now but he didn't really get too much into like the the industry and how the industry treated that band do you have any insight to that how the industry treated all yeah like from the beginning to kind of to the end really um well, I mean, I could I could tell you like kind of what I saw during the whole period, which is, uh, you know, I mean, some of that shit started getting big, which, uh, what like Green Day, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so A and R dudes were looking around. Uh, uh, this guy from Interscope uh, was really interested in us. Uh, you know, so he he came out to Colorado. We hung out quite a bit. Super cool dude. Uh, uh, so you know, so he talked us into signing <laughs> with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of immediately after we signed, uh, I'd come to find out. I think that the dude was like maybe a drug addict. Some he had some <laughs> problems, uh, and he disappeared. Fucking disappeared. Interscope didn't know where he was. He was just gone. Uh, and he was apparently the only person there that knew or cared about us. Because as soon as, as soon as it was established that he was no longer there, uh, they're just like, "All right, you guys are gone." <laughs> <laughs> Teals off. So that was really it. Wow. <laughs> it was that like quick simple yeah it's so i mean, it's so strange for a band with such a kind of deep roots in uh you know like like i i don't know if you were ever into the death cat for cutie but when they signed to a major label they had like this big plan like they knew they were going to lose all of their sort of their young and kind of audience members or the people that sort of came up from the original days and they were prepared for mm-hmm. it but they kind of like played yeah. it they played it perfectly i mean like you can't really judge or make a, a plan with a system like that. Because if you're in a DIY punk rock band for your whole life, working with independent mm-hmm. record labels and having to go to a major label, that must be such a huge... I mean, it sounds like it was like you guys kind of didn't really make too many phone calls with each other. I know. <laughs> By the sound of it. Yeah. It yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> That's odd. So... Yeah, it's, yeah it yeah, is very I mean, weird. Taking, that leap is, taking that leap is weird. Uh... But, you know, I mean, do you want to play to the same, you know, 200 people in the same bar every night for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some appeal to that, yes. But, uh, you know, also the reason we make music and shit is to get people to hear it. Yeah. Many people. And to be able to do it without having to fucking scrounge at 
like another job. Yeah, that's which the... you can do all this because we all have done it. But yeah. uh, you know, I'd like to be free to create <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, you know, without yeah. having to be like, ah, oh, no, I gotta gotta pull an all nighter. It's a quick stop. Yeah. Yeah, I've been touring. Yeah, I know. We've all done our share of like long tours where we drive from small town to small town and have to set up and play and be as excited to play in front of five people than you were as when it was 500 on the on the weekend <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. but that's yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a certain time in your life and in a musician's life that they they the musician says, "Okay, I've slept on floors, I've eaten bad food, I've put my life in danger with maybe the occasional uh you know, physical confrontation with a, cr- a club owner or something. It's time. To, mm-hmm. It's time to grow up. You know, it's time to sort of get my shit together. Was it? Was there a time with that with you, or are you still kind of like getting fights, <laughs> fights with clubs? Like, how did you, uh, you know, throughout the years, how have you um, assessed musicianship versus your lifestyle or your life? Um, let's see here. I mean, I was I, I was pretty much up for whatever until, you know, just a few years ago. Uh, let's see, I'm I'm a 46, so I mean, it was, I was probably like around 40. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of hit me, you know, dragged the river. We're still touring. Uh, quite a bit. Uh, you know, just like one of those days, you just you feel. Like you're gonna die because you've been raging <laughs> for yeah. two months on tour. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm just you know just sitting there. It's like thinking of like the shows you just played. It's like I don't even fucking remember these shows. Like, were we any good? Did are we just you know? I was like, I think we're just fucking wasting our time out here. Like we don't like we don't practice. All we do is so I can get to the bar. Everybody starts drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play a show. I wake up the next morning. Uh, feeling horrible. I don't remember what happened last night. It's like, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, do, am I here to party or am I here to play? Yeah. Which, you know, Drag the River was, I mean, that's how it started. It, it was a party. It's like, let's play some songs and get, get fucked up. And, uh, you know, that's, yeah. you know, so playing in Colorado like that, that's that like our reps. That was kind of our reputation. Everybody came to our shows, partied, and it's like, I, you know, I got to a point I didn't even know if we were good or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like I don't care. Let's just let's just get there and get drunk. A lot of you know, a lot of bands do that. I mean, they they have a persona of who they are, and that's the, the normally that's ninety percent of who that person is. But there's got to be time where like. uh you know, Alice Cooper is an Alice Cooper all the time. You know what I mean? Like he he never ever says right. that I'm Alice Cooper with the snake and all this good, you know, all that good stuff. He has this sort of mm-hmm. he's he learned sort of later later in life, but he sort of learned to say, okay, I'm gonna divide me myself between my personal life and my stage life. And it seems so weird, sort of in a sort of in a bar in in a band that plays large bars or to mass amount of audience to try and cut off the. You know, I'd bet, you know, theorizing, maybe if you guys actually got at a little, like a higher range of like, say, playing stadiums, then you can sort of shut off that sort of party mentality because people expect you to do that. 
Right, right. You know, and it's yeah, a, I mean, yeah. I mean, when it gets to that point, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, normally you're just playing bars and shit, so you're just standing there, you know, and people, people are like, hey, Chad, you know, bring over a tray of shots and shit. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it's, I, you know, I love it. You know, I mean, partying with with fans and shit. I mean, that's one of the best things in the world. Yeah, but. You know, those people partying hard one night at your show. Uh, <laughs> You're doing 30 you nights a month. On, yeah. <laughs> you move on to the next night and do it again and do it again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the same thing with me when I first started touring with bands like playing or not playing, but doing sound is they're out for a party. And I'm like, I'm like 22 years old touring with us and a few doing sound. And every night's a party. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely every night's a party, except for all night drives. And then there was a lot of those. But, it was tough to keep mm-hmm. up. And those guys were older than me too. I mean, it's, but I mean, now I couldn't imagine myself cause I'm only a couple of years older than you, like getting in a van, uh, you know, traveling all night to play a show in front of maybe a hundred people. That would be a joy actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, right now, but then do it 28 <laughs> more times, good. you know? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So there, it, so there was, I mean, yeah, so like just in the last you know few years, uh, once I kind of realized this, how I was living my life and the band I was in, uh, you know, it's like, man, this okay. So this is no longer working for me. You know, like I still, we still kind of did some tours, uh, and it's like, okay, whatever, it's it's fine, you know. Uh, but I, I, I just don't know. Like, I, it's, it's not in me anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, couple, like three years ago, I quit drinking. Um, so, you know, drag would still go on tour, and it's like, you know, and and now that now being sober, it's like I'm hearing and seeing what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, okay, so the band, so we're playing fine, yeah, okay, it's all right, but, it, but I mean, is anybody excited to be here? No. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, man, okay, I, I told Snodgrass that I would like to just put this band on hold, at least for a year, and uh, kind of figure some shit out. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of around the time Brandon uh, sent me a bunch of stuff, and it was perfect timing, because I needed something else uh you know to do with my time do you uh do you enjoy the breaks between or is that what gets you back into it when you stop because uh personally i like to stop for a while and then get back into it because i'm more excited like how do you do you does it does the break make you want to get back into it um i love stopping for a while because i love hanging out at my house yeah, you know, with the wife and the dogs and shit. Uh, but I prefer these breaks to be fairly short. Yeah, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like right now, it's been it's been a, quite a while since I've been on tour. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's been too long. Like I'm definitely ready to play. Like I'm itching. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I I mean I do have to have some time off. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
So are, is uh, is the new band going to actually tour and play shows and, and do all that stuff? Or is it going to be a premiere? Oh, yeah. 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 No, we're we're going for it. Um, you know, I mean, this, since this record's coming out in January, it's not ideal to be touring in January, February, shit. Uh, so we haven't, I mean, you know, we've booked uh, uh, those few shows up in Canada with the Good Riddance, mm-hmm. uh, and then a few shows in California, but, like, we haven't actually uh, gotten down to, like, you know, booking, like, a tour. You know, it's like we're a new band, but uh, we're we're also all in bands that other people, you know, that people like and, <laughs> I guess. So it's like, you know, do I mean, do we just head out? Do we fucking start from scratch like every other band? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just start playing shitty bars to, you know, like 50 people and kind of build it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's like, once the record comes out, it'll give us like a better idea of, you know, I mean, do people like this? Do they not? <laughs> <laughs> like... Is, is somebody going to take us on tour with them? Or does everybody hate us? Are we, just, are we on our own? <laughs> well, you, you have enough sort of history and clout behind you that you can probably get on some shows, I think. so. I think it'll be easy for you. I don't think, <laughs> I think it'd be like, oh, oh who? Would, who are you again? Oh, that I guy? Would, That's not happening. I mean, I, I agree. I would think so. I mean, that'll, it'll, I mean, it'll definitely give us an advantage over some bands. Yes, that's, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. But, uh, and just sort of yeah, going I mean, through here, the... Once the record comes out, we'll, uh, I, I think we'll begin to see like where, uh, how, how we should move forward, you know, after that. But yeah, but, yeah I mean, everybody's ready. We're, we're, we're fucking ready. To do it, so. I, I, when you're explaining how, like, we're just going to wait and see what happens. That's sort of like a, that's a more, um, grown up way to look at, to be optimistic. You know, um, you know, the twenty-year-old you would be like, "It's coming out. We're going on tour. We're going to be huger yeah. than Bon Jovi. It's going to be the best. <laughs> you know, we're going to be the bigamist, the biggest, not the bigamist. That's not that's not the right word. But uh, it, it, you know, the um, I don't call it like being jaded. I just call it being careful. You know, as you get older, you kind of like, well, wait a minute, I I do have a mortgage. I do have someone at home that cares about me i'm not gonna go you know like i'm in the same boat like i don't want to like jump in a van or even a tour bus or even a plane and fly to another country to go work like i can stay home and this is exciting to me now you know so as a musician you everybody sort of is inherently a little bit selfish about like being a musician do you uh do you have that those tendencies of like it's tough to under like people don't understand that concept because you must know people who are like normal people, right? Like lawyer type people or high school teacher type people. Uh, well, maybe not just normal. <laughs> I mean, I know people who have normal jobs. <laughs> yeah, but not normal people. I mean, but people that have sort of like a nine to five, they must they look at sort of your life and go, "Wow, these must be you must be living the dream, man." And you know we know mm-hmm. that it's not necessarily always that, you know, right. fun, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, it, you uh, you know, like if you have you already come to Canada, sorry, did I miss a show or two? Are you coming to Canada? Did I miss what you what you're just saying there? 
with good. Oh, Vulture Reg. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, when is it? It's like third week of February. Oh, you're coming up to Toronto? No, 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 no. Western, um, Western Canada. Western Canada. Oh, yeah. those people. Oh. Yeah, the the other, the other. <laughs> <laughs> Just start like a East Coast, West Coast war. split your country up. Yeah. yeah, those people. Oh, those people with their good weather and and uh, yeah. they don't have to. I mean, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you what cities. Yeah, they are. but I know there's there's like three shows up there. Uh, yeah, all three opening for Good Riddance, so that'll be uh, that'll be a good way for us to make our first appearance up there. Because yeah. there will be people there. Yeah. I'm sure of that. Well, yeah. I, yeah, well, I really enjoy the record. I, I love the way uh, there's some songs you kind of sing purposely behind the beat. And I I know it's a thing. It just Because everything's so perfect in punk rock. And it seems like you sort of drag it back a little bit just to sort of give it a human element. I, I That doesn't go unnoticed. And if that is, in fact, if I'm not just projecting onto you, but that, that with me, with perfect music these days, that goes completely noticed at this end. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to get the point yeah, across, it's like, uh, right? Yeah, like that. Uh, I told you earlier how you know that's it's not really my style of music, or wasn't you know growing up. But uh, mm-hmm. so I mean, it was it was kind of I think it's kind of interesting the way the song came out just because everybody is like all four dudes are kind of coming from a totally different place, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like all I know is I have this fucking fast, uh, you know pretty uh, like kind of technical guitar parts stuff music and it's like okay well i need to do what i do and which you know i mean i think i'm pretty good at writing melodies and mm-hmm. shit um you know i could have just screamed over the whole thing which which would also be fun but <laughs> but but yeah you know so i just you know i i have the thing i do which I, you know i think once you introduce like you know four totally different ideas uh, and you know try to cram them into one package you know it, it could either be a disaster or yeah. it could be like happy accident and, and i think a lot of stuff just turned out really cool but you know i don't know maybe it shouldn't have but i think it did absolutely well yeah well i you know i thanks for uh Thanks for doing, you know, for doing this with me. Uh, uh, how's how's everything down there with the weather? Is it okay? Are you all right? Uh, right now, I am okay. Yeah, it's really cold up here. I mean, it, <laughs> That's why I'm asking. I bet it is. Yeah, I mean, it sucked bad down here for a couple of weeks until yeah. you know, like two days ago. And so right now, we're we're, we're good. Sun's out. Yeah. All the snow's melted. Uh. God Still freezing balls up there. Yeah. It's, well, it was warm for like a week, and it's like, oh, it feels like everything's going to melt. And then all of a sudden it went to like super freeze your face cold, like unbelievably cold. And now it's sort of a little bit okay today. So it's just a weird – I mean, we've had a great kind of winter for snow because we like to ski and do all that stuff up here. But it's been uh-huh. a uh, it's been a weird, yeah, colder winter than normal. And uh, – yeah, I guess you know. I'd rather be cold than damp and shitty. I guess you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm cool with weather, like whatever shit is going on. But as long as it's not too cold, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with snow. I I like snow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when, when you're talking about when you get down to like zero degrees, which I, you know, whatever, I don't know what that is for you. Is it the same? I think, <laughs> no, no, it's like, uh, 30 degrees, your 30 degrees. I don't know how it works out. I see it's funny. So I don't know. My 30 is your zero. Something like that. Yeah. I can't, I right? don't know. But then yeah. when it gets really cold, it's actually higher with us. I think that's how it works. And when it's warm, I don't know. Your 100 degrees is our, we sound, I sound like a complete doofus right now, but I don't know how it works. That it's <laughs> Cold is cold. And it's funny because I grew up in a time when we were trying to go to the metric system from the imperial system, like in the mid-70s, and it completely uh -huh. screwed me up. There's no excuse here. I should know what the difference between Fahrenheit and Celsius is. But uh, that's what the Google's for. That's what Google does. It figures it, it, figures it out yeah. for me. I could Google yeah, it right now. Yeah, nobody knows this yeah. No, nobody knows. Google knows. Google knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chad, I, thanks so much for doing the show. It's nice to meet you uh, in person. And, uh, you, and when you're talking to anybody, oh, say hi to Sean for me. He might he might remember me. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah I'll see, him, see him in a week or so. Cool, man. And uh, keep it real. We'll talk to you later. Cool. Thanks, Simon. Appreciate it. And that was Chad Price, everybody. Chad Price from the band A Vulture Wake, also singer of All, also founding member of Drag the River. All three amazing bands, by the way. And there's more in there, too, somewhere. Um, thanks so much, Chad, for doing the show. I really appreciate it. This is Shorty. This is just clocking in under 40 minutes. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. And... Thanks, everybody, for doing the Amazon shopping thing. Thanks for going to appleout.ca slash Amazon and going to appleout.ca slash use Amazon. Supporting the show, it's very, very helpful. It helps that show out tremendously. Thank you for supporting the show on iTunes by subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And uh, thanks to Melanie Kay for putting this episode together, for with uh, putting the interview together, by the way. It's very, very cool. Uh, Melanie is a amazing, cool person, cool chick, and... Uh, she sends me interviews, and this is very cool. And it's kind of a kind of a neat little thing because I never met Chad in person, but I've known Stefan and the guys in all for over 25 years. And here we are, 25 years later, and doing an interview. It's magic, right? It's magic. Okay, everybody, uh, what do I have next week? Uh, let me tell you what I have next week. What do I have next week? I will tell you. Hold on a second. Hold on one second. I have a... Uh, Cami Van Helst from the band Van Helst, actually. If you've heard of that band, they're cool. They're kind of heavy. And uh, that was a good one. So next week, we'll see you all then. And uh, keep it real. Keep it real. I should be my new tagline. Keep it real, everybody. Bye.